A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we're going to tell you everything you need to know about Adnan Verk leaving WWE. I'll fill you in on the replacements for Adnan Verk on Monday Night Raw. We have all the details on WWE's latest round of cuts and releases. And backstage heat on John Cena in WWE. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. All right, let's kick things off by talking about Adnan Verk. He is gone from WWE a six, what, six weeks? Round about that, that long? A spell as the Raw play-by-play guy is over. Uh, WWE announced yesterday on their official website that they had mutually agreed to part ways with Verk. That's their wording. Uh, and Verk then hit Twitter shortly afterwards, thanking WWE for the opportunity, as well as saying that the travel, uh, along with my other jobs, was a grind for me and my family. Uh, The former ESPN broadcaster currently holds positions with the MLB network, the NHL network, and as well as that, the place that I never pronounce correctly, Dazone? Dazen? There we go. Dazone. (laughs) Boom. There we are. Uh, Spell it like it sounds, you creeps. Uh, Anyway, anyway, mutually agreed to part ways. Obviously, sounds like they've come to some kind of agreement between themselves and everything else. But the Wrestling Observer's Dave Meltzer reports that this was a company decision. So WWE maybe made the choice to let him go. Look, this to me is kind of a layered situation. Adnan Verk was not a good pro wrestling commentator. I don't think too many people would disagree with that. Um, He had a rough transition and uh, didn't make a smooth move from sports broadcasting to wrestling commentary. It didn't work out. Things like, we're going to need a bigger boat. Just very unfortunate quotes. But at the same time, I feel bad for the guy. I think that this guy was thrown into an impossible situation, really. He came into this with zero experience of calling professional wrestling and was told, hey, learn on the job, effectively, every week for three hours in front of an audience with two million people, almost. It's... He failed. Yes, he failed. But I don't necessarily think it's his fault. I have a lot of sympathy for him in a situation like this. It just didn't work out. He wasn't a good fit, and we can all move on from this. Um... That's basically the core of it. I think, you know, you always get a lot of people when, when something like this happens going, oh, he sucked, get rid of him anyway. But I think it's it's not a very empathetic way to look at things for me personally. Um, so yeah, I, I appreciate the work this guy put into transition over to pro wrestling. Um, but on Raw, it just wasn't a good fit, was it? No, exactly. I think it's a very difficult job to do, as you said, Andy. And yeah, you could almost sure. feel 
Week one, he was jazzed. He was so excited to be there. He was kind of himself on commentary. And then second week and the third week and the fourth week, you could just hear Vince McMahon almost shouting through that headset and <laughs> telling him to, to oversell big moments and get in the catchphrases and what have you. And like you say, it just, it just didn't work. The only thing I can really can compare it to from back in the days, like when they first brought in Mike Adamley on commentary, it just, it just square pegs, round holes. Um, whether this was a mutually agreed decision or WWE's decision, I don't think it really matters. Like you say, I think it's just best for everyone that we move on. And in terms of moving on, who is going to replace Adnan Burke on Monday Night Raw? Well, there are two contenders by the sounds of things to replace him. This is according to PW Insider's Mike Johnson. Tom Phillips, the guy who was doing the job prior to Adnan Burke, is of course uh, being mentioned as well as that. Former Bellator MMA announcer Jimmy Smith, who you may have seen on the uh, prime target thing for Bala Cross 2 last week on NXT. Uh, Smith formerly joined WWE's broadcast team in April. Uh, he's been putting in work for future assignments and stuff like that. He's in consideration, as is Tom Phillips. I think, to be honest, it's, like you say, an impossible job, Andy. And I yeah. hate commentary yeah. on WWE, regardless of who it is, even if it was your good self. So just give it back to Tom Phillips, I suppose. Yeah, that's the, the, the thing with this is you're coming away from the Adnan Verk experiment. So do you really want to experiment again? Um, I understand that maybe Vince wanted to freshen things up and get some new voices in there. But you know Tom Phillips can do the job uh, to Vince McMahon's very precise specification. So, you know, it's a safe, easy option. He's a popular guy. A lot of people really into his commentary. Yeah. Just makes a lot of sense. Um, Jimmy Smith probably stands a better chance of succeeding than, than, than Virk does because he's called MMA in the past. Yeah. So he knows how to, like, adapt and react to live situations unfolding before him. Uh, and I've no doubt that he's putting a power of work, increasing his product knowledge and everything else. So I would be more optimistic about him succeeding than I was Adnan Virk. But at the same time, Tom Phillips is a safe, easy option. It's not a sexy option, although he's a very handsome man Ooh. but it is a safe, easy option uh, man, they should have just hired Mike Goldberg back in the day, shouldn't they? And that has oh, solved all of these problems <laughs> solved all of these problems, but uh Speaking of problems, I guess, uh, WWE, uh, more departures confirmed yesterday. No wrestlers entirely behind the scenes. Swooping cuts of up to, uh, sorry, at least 35 people. Um, this mostly impacted, as originally reported by both PW Insider and Fightful Sean Ross Sapp, the Advanced Media Group, uh, which is kind of merging together with WWE's television production, uh, sorry, television department in general. A bunch of people were let go. People who work on the company's official website were gone as well and on YouTube. Uh, those details come courtesy of Mr. Sean Ross Sapp. The call included several notable executives, including Executive Vice President of Advanced Media, JLR Donlan, as Senior Vice President of Production, Brian Pelagato, and Executive Vice President of International Television, Jay Rosenstock. Uh, Deadline have come through with another report on the matter, stating that there were cuts with WWE studios in Stamford and Los Angeles as well, as well as uh, some international office-based employees. Uh, PW Insiders Mike Johnson, another report describing the situation, or sorry, he's had the situation described to him as a bloodbath. In a separate report, uh, he notes that the people who are left in WWE's uh, advanced media group, or the people who were in that group and weren't let go, uh, were told they'd now be reporting to the TV department's Kevin Dunn. Uh, Nick Khan did a conference call uh, with regards to that. So, yeah, more sweeping changes within WWE. We had a bunch of wrestlers let go in April. 
bunch of wrestlers let go this month as well, just last week. Uh, these behind the scenes cuts as well. It's a brutal time. Uh, every time we report on these matter, we have to remind you that WWE is uh, more profitable today than ever before. They announced record profits in 2020 back in February when they came through with their annual reports. Often when we make these comments, it's it's met with, you know, things like, oh, it's how the corporate world works. You know, don't be surprised. No one's surprised, man. No one's surprised. It's uh, the nature of this corporate system you know, th- that world doesn't give a crap about your daily struggle to survive and make a living and earn and provide for your family in the middle of a pandemic. Um, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't point out the cruelty of the whole thing. So feel bad for people who've lost their jobs. Obviously, I hope they move on to, to good things next. But uh, here we are. I have, you know, no doubt that this won't be the first time we have to cover the last time. Sorry, we have to cover a story like this. Yeah, I can only really echo your comments there, Andy. Uh absolutely brutal like you say a lot of companies are cutting people and have cut cut people throughout this ongoing global bastard i just think wwe's justifications as you said is very very shaky ground when you couple that with them announcing record profits and you know people high up selling stock and just showering money it's just doesn't gel well with the likes of you and i uh, so, of course, all we can really say is, is best luck to everyone. And just seen the uh, outpouring of support on social media as I woke up this morning to uh, people who used to work there, for, or from people who used to work there, to people who now, of course, used to work there. Uh, awful situation for anyone to be Sucks, in. And yeah. Like you say, it just does not need to happen. Uh, right, let's conclude with that story about John Cena getting backstage heat in WWE. Uh, a, a strange situation, this is the best way of describing it. This was reported by the Matt Men Pro Wrestling Podcast, Andrew Zarian. Uh, explaining the whole thing regarding, you might have seen this doing the rounds on Twitter yesterday. John Cena apologising to China for calling Taiwan a country. Basically, he's used these Chinese social media platform, apologies if I butcher this, Weibo? Weibo? He used it to issue his apology. He did it in Mandarin. I translated it because I speak... No, I didn't. Uh, someone, someone else did. He said, I made a mistake. I'm so, so sorry for my mistake. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. You have to understand I love and respect China and Chinese people. I'm sorry. If you're confused by all this, what's going on, China does not recognize Taiwan as a nation. He was talking about F9 and said, basically, Taiwan is the first country that can watch F9. Whole big backlash around that. And now, subsequently, it seems, Andy, a whole big backlash from him apologizing to China, who he, of course, has had a a long relationship with. Yeah, yeah, complex diplomatic situation, this, that I know very little about, so I'm not going to comment on all of that. Um, But yeah, I guess uh, China is a very big market for Fast 9. It's led to this situation here with the Matt Men podcast, Andrew Zarian, bringing the report. Um, Yeah, man, uh, I I can't really add anything more than that. It's, uh, It's weird. It's weird. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out over the next few days, weeks, and maybe even months. But let's move on to your Twitter questions at WhatCultureWB. Of course, first question today comes from Mark Smith, who says, simple question, who do you guys think should be the man to beat and end Karrion Cross's unbeaten run and take the NXT title? Karrion Cross, of course, retaining the NXT title last night in a, well, quite enjoyable match, I thought, against Finn Balor on NXT. But who should beat him, Andy? 
Very tough question because I don't think any of the immediate top contenders, Kyle O'Reilly, uh, Pete Dunne, who on earth is the third Johnny man Gargano. in that? Jo- there we go. How did I forget Johnny Gargano? I don't think either of those three guys is going to beat him for the belt. They just, no. I don't know. Like At this stage, they just don't seem like they're in that position. I don't think Finn Balor will come back and take it from him. So it's either got to be someone they've built up or my guy... Walter. Michael Hanflet is going to kick Karrion Cross's ass and take that belt. He's going to be a double champion and he's never going to lose either of them. It's going to be great. God, can you imagine the beast slapping Walter versus Cross? My word. Uh, get simple this. He's going to be having two belts just like Walter, you just suggested, should have. On one shoulder, it's going to be the NXT Championship. And on the other, it's going to be the Million Dollar Championship because the man who should beat Karrion Cross is one... Carry ground, baby, to the moon. Despite the fact I got that it. He got screwed <laughs> by Ted DiBiase and L.A. Knight last night. That scoundrel, Damn Ted DiBiase. Ted. But let us know who you think should be cross in the comment <laughs> section below. Uh, and more fallout from that uh, with a question from Matt Ryan, a.k.a. Aussie Dead. Legend. says, uh, where do you see Balor going forward after his title match with Cross? Does he stay on NXT? Or does he go back to being on Raw or preferably SmackDown? I wouldn't want him on the main roster um, again for a while. I think that he's been away long enough that it would feel fresh if he did come back with this Prince character and everything else. Um, But I'd prefer him to just stick in NXT. I think for me, since he came back to NXT, he's probably been the best thing about that brand. I really like this character and this direction he's taken with it. Um, I would like him to stay down there. I would like him to not do the demon again, you know, for a long time. It should be the veteran vanguard guy lifting up the brand. I don't think he needs the belt. He's already a legend in NXT. He's a two-time champion, one of the greatest wrestlers there of all time. Keep him there for me. I think that's the best move. When was he last on the main roster? Like SummerSlam 2019? Yeah, it would have been. It would have been around about that time. Coming up to two years since we last saw him on the main roster. I don't know. You know, like you say, there's lots he could still do in NXT. He could do some tag stuff. He could do some more mid, like elevate, like the North American Championship. That'd be really interesting if he, you know, feuded with, I don't know, Santos Escobar's talking about challenging Bronson Reed, not to dismiss Bronson Reed, of course, who's the current North American Champion. And then, you never know, this character on Raw or SmackDown could work. I mean, it won't because Vince McMahon's a knobhead, but it could work. I think, Andy Murray, this is worthy of an entire podcast, which is exactly what me and Michael Havlet are going to do over the weekend. Look the future of Finn Balor, what culture wrestling, wherever you get your podcast from. It's almost like I planned that. Uh, final question today comes from Bryant the Gimpy, who says, Good day, legends. Uh, with Mark Henry talking about one more match, who would you like to see as his retirement match? I personally would like to see the return of Keith Lee, but hey, that's just me. Mark Henry has lost something like 80 pounds in his quest to get it back yeah. into ring shape uh, uh, for one last match. Fair play to him. That's no mean feat whatsoever. That's great stuff. Um, one last match. When when I think of somebody who's coming away from a few years of activity and uh, you know is getting up there in age and everything else and has a bit of ring rust, I always go to a safe, boring answer uh, in the, you know, an old... Uh, smaller wrestler perhaps somebody who is kind of evergreen you could potentially go for someone who's more athletic and everything else but I would go for AJ Styles because he's he's a guy you can put in any of these situations and he would do a good job because he's one of the greatest wrestlers of all time Um, he's not quite the eyeball popping mega athlete he was like five years ago but he's still great and I think him and Mark Henry would do a good job together Um, it's also a we've never seen before so there you go 
Yeah, that's a, that's a hell. You might have picked the right, the, the correct answer there. I mean, I, it, personally, I'd like his one last match to be well, go back in a time machine and beat John Cena for the WWE Championship, as he should have done after that <laughs> yeah. promo. Which now I think, as I remember it, the clock might reset on me watching that again. It's sort of a yearly cycle with me in that amazing promo in the what's it, the salmon shirt he's wearing. I got salmon a lot jacket. left in the tank. My word, what a promo that was. Uh, Triple H, just feed him to Triple H. <laughs> Poor Mark. No, Poor no. Mark. Uh, I tell you what, Mark Henry versus Walter would be a hell of a match as oh well. Oh my god, yeah, I that mean, would that be beefy. You want to retire after you face Walter, so who knows? But I think I think Andy might have hit the nail on the head with that one. AJ Styles is a, is an incredible shout for that one, just for the originality of it all. Love that. But let us know your thoughts in the comments section below, and let's move on to today's and finally. I just wanted to say, Andy, a massive thank you to everyone who reminded me that yesterday was the two-year anniversary of John Moxley arriving in AEW <laughs> and maybe my Dean Ambrose leaving WWE as a work. I, I might have been s- s- just a tad off. Just a, maybe. Just a, a little bit. Or, or Agent Ambrose is still doing great work in AEW. Who knows? Uh, let us know your thoughts in the comment section down below. <laughs> Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Myself and the Dandy Boys sitting down to review NXT and not to preview AEW Dynamite. I keep forgetting it's on Friday. I don't know. Talk about some other bollocks. Me and Andy will probably do a Q&A or something later on today. Uh, what Culture Wrestling, as I said, wherever you get your podcast from. Plus, you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there. Follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... You can follow me at Andy H. Murray. The H stands for... Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilmore. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.